0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love. I'm Charbo and this is...
1: El Bandito. How's it going tonight, El Bandito? Oh, I'm having a super good night tonight, senor. I'm wearing this nice shirt that I got here for my birthday that just passed. It was so fun. Uh, I want to thank Kelly Jade, my family... Party Man Will, Senior Boyle, everyone who did all sorts of awesome stuff, all the people on Facebook who sent me, uh, you know, lovely messages on my birthday I thought was really great. So here's some balloons for me for my birthday. Yay. Absolutely,
0: <laughs> man. No, totally, man. We're so glad that we were able to celebrate a rockin' time, man. I'm sure all the all, all the folks here you know fans of the power hour will uh will also hopefully throw you down some some love over there in the comments <laughs> uh we got a little bit of a late start tonight so i'm just sitting here doing my usual share so don't
1: mind me. Why don't you tell them a little bit about what we're about to do tonight, El Bandito. Oh, man. Well, we've got some fun stuff out here for everyone tonight. L- L- like Senior Bull said, we got off to a little bit of a late start because we were trying to put up our new poll for the second week of our March Madness tournament, which has been really exciting. I'm so happy, thrilled. Thank all the beautiful people out there so much for participating in the poll. Like We got so many votes and so many... Uh, just surprising votes. Oh yeah, <laughs> that it has really been a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to week two. Now that we've taken the eight competitors and whittled them down to the next bracket, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go over all the kind of who won, who didn't win, everything like that. But the week two poll just got on uh, our Facebook page, so if you guys want to head over there and check it out, it'll be a bit of a spoiler because you'll see who uh, who won. But if you want to hear it here first, then stick around. And we're going to let you guys know about it coming up first. Then, a little bit later, we're going to be doing the Podunk News, as always. And we've got some awesome, fun stories in there. Some great announcements from Sega man, oh, where yeah. they been at for a while, so that ought to be fun. And then we're going to end off tonight with a great story that we're going to tell you guys about something Senior Bowl did for my birthday, which is he took me out to that AWE wrestling event, which was amazing. It was so cool, in fact, that we were like hands down, we have got to talk about this event here. I know we got a lot of wrestling fans out there. If you guys want to share it over to the Smarks page or anything like that, that'd be fantastic because you guys are going to want to hear about something that they're doing in your backyard with some WWE legends that were on site down there and we're going to tell you all about it on the second half of the show oh you know it
0: man and like you said
1: though before we get into any of the wrestling
0: talk man we're going to dive into some of that awesome march madness that we had going on between the dc arrowverse and marvel's defenders i think we have a cool little thing to show today too don't we absolutely let's check it out Oh, yeah, man. Now, that was an awesome little lead-in trailer there, man. If you guys liked what you saw there, be sure to throw some likes and some love Man, I mean, I got to tell you, man, El Bandito is like a master when it comes to putting together some great <laughs> intros.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Senor Bull. You know, it's, it's my pleasure to get to work on fun, exciting things that I like, like the Power Hour, like comic book heroes, like TV superheroes, man. So it was just super fun to do, and I thought it was a great little piece, and uh, I hope everyone out there liked it. It was oh, pretty fun. Oh, man,
0: I, I know I loved it. Man, I see some likes coming in down here, <laughs> man. I see some love, which is awesome, man. Thank you guys so much. Please go ahead and also, like El Bandito said earlier, share this with your friends, man. Let them know that we're here. going to be talking about some DC, some Marvel, man. We're going head-to-head, man. But, hey, we're going to first tell you guys who won last week's uh,
1: uh, bouts. Absolutely, guys. So what do you say we go ahead and jump right into it? Let's waste no time since we started a little late. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So first and foremost... Welcome to the Power Hour, Love Live. Absolutely, (laughs) man. We're here for you guys. All right. So our battle royale of March Madness, man. DC versus Marvel. The Defenders versus the Arrowverse. We picked the best of the best, our favorites, out of the bunch. And we decided to pit them against one another and see what all you beautiful people thought. uh, Who was best? Oh, yeah. So first up, man. We went with the classic green on green duo, Mm -hmm. man. Here we got Green Arrow versus the immortal Iron Fist. Now, I did not have high hopes for Iron Fist like (laughs) making it through the first round here, but he got some votes, bro. I'm not gonna lie, he got some votes out there.
0: Oh, you know it, man. You know, I, I saw an actual funny meme recently that said uh it said hey man can i copy your homework and it was a picture of danny rand and and oliver queen and he was like sure man just change it a little bit so it's you know people won't exactly realize it's an (laughs) iron fist and i mean when you think about like we said last week it's a lot like that where Mm -hmm. a lot of the story is very similar between green arrow and iron fist
1: yeah yeah billionaires you know kind of when they're younger taken away uh isolated You know, kind of shipwrecked, stranded in a place that they didn't want to be. White guys, yeah, white (laughs) guys. Just say it, yeah, white guy billionaires. (laughs) But you're right, yeah. They were. They They, both learn a kind of martial arts and then come back to kind of clean up their city and find out what who screwed over their parents. You know, it's very similar. It's got a lot of similar notes. Like you said, the main difference being that you know,
0: Green Arrow doesn't possess any kind of magical abilities. I mean, even though like his. You know arrow
1: shooting and stuff like that is like it's pretty I mean, fantastical, yeah, it's the top of its game, <laughs> I, but, I, I would have to say his just his street fighting is pretty magical to me. I'm pretty sure uh no one's gonna be able to put out that kind of a pound in well, you
0: know and he's got like that grappler hook arrow and it's yeah. like how exactly does that work with the yeah, but either way, we know it's comic <laughs> books, we know it's fun, but yes, Danny Rand's main power source being of course his chi that he learned in his um his secret city that's like lives in this pocket dimension but mm-hmm. i mean in a sense like no one really knows where Lian Yu island is either so it's like yeah. like you said there's so many similarities but man go ahead and tell him who took the cake
1: on this one oh man well believe it or not guys The Immortal Iron Fist, you have failed this city, bro. <laughs> and he got trumped by the green arrow in what was the worst beatdown of the entire week, man. Oh, so. yeah. Ollie, Ollie Queen took home
0: the green with this one, man. <laughs> I mean, he he definitely, like you said, now we got to give some credit that, you know, Oliver has battled, you know, magic users before. Yes. So he was
1: kind of equipped for Danny Rand. But like you said, it was definitely the brutalest beatdown. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, Green Arrow, man, again, I think you brought up an excellent point last week that we're putting, you know, com- going on six years of of Showtime versus yes. one year that wasn't great. I think if we stacked up season one of Arrow to season one of Iron Fist, I think we'd have had a lot closer <laughs> of a matchup there because that first season of Arrow is rough, guys. It's and, rough. And he's definitely learning his, uh, you know, he's how to make a ropes, show, you know. So,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: There's definitely some. It's got that real like old school CW feel where it's like half of it's about like oh, but I love this girl and (laughs) I don't know how to tell her I'm not a superhero. So uh, I mean I appreciate there's none of that in in Iron Fist, but you know Iron Fist is more like I'm the immortal Iron Fist and I possess magical chi powers and the chicks are like dude, what? Get out (laughs) here, (laughs) get get the hell out of here. I don't like you at
0: all. (laughs) Absolutely, man. So yeah, sorry, Danny Rand. You're going to have to go back to, um, did we ever find out what the name of his secret place was? I think it's Kun Lun. Yeah, he's got to go back to Kun Lun and train a little more for next year's March Madness because
1: uh, Green Arrow is moving up to the second round. Absolutely, man. But moving on to our second bout, we had a pretty epic toss-up that I think even you and I were pretty divided on. Oh, yeah. Who was it, man? We're talking The Flash versus Daredevil. I mean, this is such a difficult match to call. Oh, you know it,
0: man. I mean, you got, you know, the kick-assery of Daredevil, which, like I still say, man, still has one single-handedly probably the best action sequences in any, like, comic book. I'm talking movies, TV yeah. shows, just awesome. If you haven't seen season two, check it out. And The Flash, which has really bought, brought that whimsical kind of fun element to the DC shows, which I think is the driving force of why those shows are still on today. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, like you said, when you talk about their powers, man, I mean, like you said, Daredevil
1: just kicks ass, and The Flash, <laughs> of course, has
0: the speed force, so it's like...
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah where's I mean, it gonna go? It's it's tough, and I'll tell you, most of the week, this was a dead heat. I mean, there were one one vote back and forth, one vote back and forth, because The Flash is such a likable character, but like you said, Daredevil is just so badass. Ooh, everybody you know? loves him. And I think that's kind of what hurt Iron Fist, is that like daredevil seems like he can fight better than iron fist you know i i have seen that people
0: blame iron fist bad rating like on rotten tomatoes and stuff because barry allen changed the timeline over at the era <laughs> <laughs> i i don't think he
1: had to you know? yeah no it was pretty bad but, but flash has been consistently good every season of that just really nice really epic stuff um and again he's such a likable character he's like you want to be the flash's friend oh yeah because he's yeah. just such a cool cat you know now daredevil i don't know if i'd want to be his friend but i would definitely want him as my lawyer <laughs> i would definitely want him having my back if there sure. was a fight you know because sure. the guy that runs away real fast i don't really know if that's the number one hero i want my back by. that's true that's true well <laughs> uh, the flash might be fast yeah. the daredevil kicks ass so <laughs>
0: but I'm, I'm just nailing him out today man i'm gonna keep this going but hey let's not leave him to
1: in uh, suspense man who took the win on this one all right in the end by a very very slim margin man the man without fear took it home oh man so you know he definitely
0: you know barry may have the speed man but those skills went to daredevil and he beat
1: him by, like you said, a very close. Very, I mean, very few votes. It, it, like, it was like this close. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. It was definitely the kind of thing that Barry might be running back in time to fix. <laughs> we got to make sure we have rules against that, Barry.
0: <laughs> go go back to Central City and you know take your, your loss. You probably have to go handle some other villain or yeah, something. Yeah, you got to anyway. go save Iris. She's in trouble. Yeah, she's so. always in trouble. She's always
1: in trouble. You know? <laughs> someone
0: in the West family, always in trouble. Oh, you already. know it. You know it. But, yes, okay, so we got, oh, look at that, guys. We've got one DC, and we've got a Marvel
1: now, so let's see where this is going to go. I got to take a minute to say, like, (laughs) man, the DC fans, you guys came out in force out there, bro. I was surprised right out of the gate. You know, we got 10, 15 votes just for DC guys, and I was like, whoa, dude, like, they're running away with it. So I have to say, Marvel fans, week two you better step it up i don't know where you guys were at but i was surprised i know al bandito was a little i was i was like (laughs) so who's next man all right so coming up next we had the epic showdown of black lightning and luke cage man now i know with this one
0: we had a very in-depth conversation about our likes and dislikes between these two shows uh I know between us, I, I think we definitely had a lot more dislikes for Black Lightning than we did for Luke Cage. But mm-hmm. at the same time, hey, you guys can go check them out. The shows yeah. are pretty current, you know, and, and tell us what you think. But man, like you said, you got the Power Man, which, if mm-hmm. you guys don't know, that's uh, Iron or uh, Luke Cage's uh, yeah. name in, in the Marvel Universe, you know, with the unbreakable skin versus Black Lightning with that power to just shocked the
1: shit out of everything (laughs) yeah he's walking electricity versus a an immovable object you know so it's a pretty epic showdown very cool they're both two guys who do a lot for their community you know so they're they're good dudes um but in the end i have to say this was the one that i kind of wasn't surprised to see The Marvel just kind of take the lead on this one, man. Well, I mean, like
0: you said, like I I haven't watched a full, you know, I know it's not Mm -hmm. completed yet. I know in the next like two or three weeks it is going to finish its first season. But I haven't watched a full Black Lightning season. But, man, Luke Cage, when you watch that show, man, like it is just so good. The villains are good. The acting is good. The story is so good. I mean, it's like. I, I don't think I ever really hear anybody say, I really didn't like Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some people say, ah, Daredevil wasn't for me. Ah, I didn't really like Jessica Jones. But I think everybody so far that I've talked to have been like, <laughs> Luke Cage, pretty badass, man. So definitely I'd have to say, uh, uh you know, like like you said, who took this one? Luke Cage. Oh man, so yeah, he you know like you said, Power Man powered on through it, man. You know he he definitely wasn't hanging with Party Man. That seems to be where Black Lightning was. I know. <laughs> hey man, once again, thanks to Party Man and Wolf for throwing down all those cool comments last week, informing everybody about some history of Black Lightning. But man, it looks like you know the newcomer to the Arrowverse or whatever CW universe. <laughs> you know he wasn't able to go to the second round. So congrats to Luke Cage.
1: Absolutely, man. I think. The show starts off with Black Lightning retired, and Luke Cage is going to keep him there. Oh, you know (laughs) it, man. Oh, man, I see Terry
0: D. down here saying, man, Black Lightning's cool, but Luke Cage got this, and you know (laughs) it, man. That's exactly how it went down. Heck yeah, man. All right. (laughs) Party (laughs) Man Wilson, get
1: Spartan Lock in there and see what happens. (laughs) Maybe next year, Party Man. Well, the final bout to me was the one that really I was like, Anxious to see who would win because they're the polar opposites, man. We're talking Supergirl versus Jessica Jones. You got the kind hearted, yay, hippy dippy, really nice chick. And then you got that just ass kicking, bare bones, hard drinking, you know, bathroom stall effing badass chick, man. (laughs) That's like, you couldn't find two more opposite heroes. Absolutely, man. Like you say, opposites in
0: their, you know, demeanor and and attitude. Mm. But, man, one thing I got to say, man, about both of these shows, man, you know, letting the letting the ladies put on the kick-ass boots, man, and fly around and just beat the hell out of probably a bunch of dudes. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's they, they're both really great shows, and it's like, you know, like I said, it definitely is that whole thing of, like, letting the girls take the lead. Yeah. And, and yeah, it, it's a cool concept, but like you said – when it comes to their handling of,
1: of, of those actions and, and, you know, getting in there, they have very different approaches. Absolutely, man. And they, they have similar abilities in one respect. They're, you know, super strong and everything like that. I mean, obviously, Kara's got the flying and the, mm-hmm. the heat vision and stuff. Now, in comics, Jessica Jones can fly. Yes, because
0: she was previously another superhero.
1: Yeah, so there's a little, like, uh, uh, huh as to whether or not she's ever going to end up flying in the the show, because a lot of the way she flies in the comics is more kind of like the classic Superman able to leap tall buildings in a single bound and kind of gliding down and not dying. You know,
0: you know, we usually don't see her, like, getting in a taxi cab or anything. Right. She
1: might actually already have the ability to fly. <laughs> they just haven't filmed it yet. Well, I know she's super fast, because they talk about the way in some scenes she'll run and catch a car that's yes. moving. So, you know, she does have some super speed and stuff like that. The invulnerability of Supergirl, though, is kind of where it comes down to where the invulnerability versus the sort of bare bones, you know, bare knuckle badassness of Jessica Jones, her ruthlessness and which would prevail. And this, again, was one of those bouts that was just, you know, it started off kind of strong for Supergirl and then, bam, became a freaking dead heat. And if we were just watching it here in the final hours, watching like, okay, who's going to come in and vote? Somebody would pop in and vote, bam, bam. Someone would come in and vote, vote for the other. And we're like, oh, my gosh. So it was round and round and round and round. And no joke, guys. What happened? You guys couldn't pick between two badass chicks. They ended in an absolute perfect tie. <laughs> oh,
0: man. And, I mean, when you think about how hard it is to call this match, I mean, yeah. I know we
1: both had our choices Mm -hmm. but man it's tough it's that divided so yeah and that's why we put it to all you people out there because it's not our opinion it's your opinion that matters and it's so awesome to see as split decision as we were on these two amazing chicks you guys are right there with us man you guys are feeling us absolutely well man
0: this puts us in a little bit of dilemma i mean i know we're doing a specialized march madness
1: tournament here how are we gonna handle this el bandito oh man All right, well, I think we cooked up something special for how to kind of resolve this tiebreaker, right? And we're going to let you know as part of our week two kind of matchup, right? Oh, yeah. So first up for week two is kind of the obvious here. We've got Green Arrow versus Daredevil. Dude, I know when we we
0: looked up the results and we said that this was going to be the first match of week two, I was like, it's almost like... The the, the, the the comic gods are aligning <laughs> and the stars are coming together because man, you want to talk about an awesome matchup. Yes, this is a cool one.
1: Yeah, because they're both they both have that element of like ordinary guy who's out there cleaning up their streets, you yes. know and I, I didn't want to get too much on a rant last week, but one thing I've always loved about Daredevil is his moniker, the man without fear. yes, you know and it really tied into what I was saying last week of how his abilities more or less make up for his handicap you know uh and then give him a little bit extra but he talks often about being blind and living in a world of darkness yes. and because of that he's not afraid you know and he goes out and does the things that other people are afraid to do the right thing you know and i just love that about him he's an ordinary guy who's not afraid to go out there and do the right thing even if it means taking a few lumps along the way oh you know
0: it man like i know over the uh, weekend we talked to a couple fans and stuff like that and they said that that back in the day you know, that was what really drew them to Daredevil is that he was an ordinary guy yeah. that went out there and did it. It really kind of empowered you to think, you know, I mean, hey, mutants are cool and stuff like that, but they're yeah. given these extra powers. I mean, we know that, like you said, he has the handicapped and there's stuff. But just the fact that he goes out there, risks his life every night, and like you said, he's the man yeah. without fear. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty
1: awesome. And by the same token, you've got the Green Arrow, who's an ordinary guy, and he's looking to do what's right. And he's not afraid to kill some people on the way. That's for sure. That is true. Like we do. Like you
0: said, if this was uh, season one, that would definitely be on the table. Yeah. Throughout the six seasons, uh, Oliver Queen is definitely kind of yeah, Like you said, it's funny. It's like he kind of does this wave thing. It's like, mm-hmm. is this a, is this a okay to kill somebody? Season. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, yeah, if they're bad, <laughs> you know. But yeah, absolutely, man. Like you said. The, you know, both of these guys are willing to yeah. go that extra step, yes. you know. I mean, some superheroes are like, we don't kill whatsoever. Mm-hmm. These guys, they kind of sometimes do what they got to do yeah. to get the job done. So makes it equally uh, awesome but also equally dangerous for yes. both of these dudes because when
1: pitted together, I have a feeling one of these guys isn't walking away. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. And I have to say, I still think Daredevil's got the edge on this one. You think you know, so? Yeah, huh? I think his ninja skills, even versus the League of Shadows type, you know, training that Oliver Queen has, I think, I think that hand training is just gonna oust him a little bit.
0: Well, you definitely make a good catch there, like you said, just from when you're talking hand to hand, but also <laughs> with his uh, yeah is that a joke that hand. <laughs> uh, there you go, but also with his uh, ability to be able to sense things yes. around him, you know, here in the. Shoom, yep. You know of, of the bow, I think would also give him an he- edge up on Oliver actually <laughs> landing one of those arrows. Now, one thing I do want to throw in there, of course, is the you know the trick arrows and stuff like that too might cause some problems for Daredevil. But I, I have to say, man, I absolutely agree. And a hand to hand fight, I think Daredevil would come out on top.
1: You, you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember the old movie Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yes. You remember the guy shoots the crossbow and the blind guy's like heard yes. that coming a mile away. <laughs> that
0: that you. you that's a great call. That yeah. would probably be how that goes down, or maybe chopping it in half, or hitting it one of his billy clubs or something. Mm-hmm. Now, remind me, is it a billy club or is it like actually like his cane thing that he's swinging? Yeah, around? it's
1: it's a cane. It's a like a blind person has that cane. Yeah, it's yeah. that, and then he'll fold it up into different weapons. That's so it cool. actually converts into a nunchuck. It's a grappling hook. You know, he can throw it. Oh, Catherine D. throws out a
0: pretty good uh, comment here, man. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, while Arrow and and uh, uh, you know might be evenly matched man that team that arrow has behind him definitely uh definitely does add now i would definitely say it goes with the felicity smoke aspect but we're yes. not adding any other john diggles or wild dogs or any of that sure so, sure, sure like you said what? but i don't know if, if- Felicity well, would really have much to add to this bout.
1: No, nah, you, you know, because she's going to be like, oh, he's also a lawyer. That doesn't help him in the fight. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, like, when, as soon as you said KDD, I was like, I know she's talking about Diggle. She's talking about Diggle's going to have a <laughs> stack of Spartans. will come out there and, and get him, right? But, again, let's, let's even take the for instance that the team gets to show up, that they got a black canary, that they got sure. a, a wild dog, you know, that they got a Mr. Terrific out there. Is Daredevil gonna bring Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and you're gonna say they're not gonna wreck the Arrowverse right there? <laughs> well that would be a you know, if we're talking a battle roll, we'd yeah. have to save that yeah. for another oh, yeah. day. I mean, if Flash and Supergirl were invited to the party, hey, we got a shebang. Yeah. But I, I don't know if Mr. Terrific is that terrific <laughs> that Luke Cage ankle would just crush them little balls in his hand. <laughs> man, remember you're not caught up yet on this season yet. But okay. anyhow, okay no, I like I
0: said, I will actually agree with you on this one, man. I think that daredevil would ultimately be able to defeat oliver but like you said it's a lot to do with his ability and of course his martial arts that kind of lend to that
1: absolutely that they're probably almost evenly matched and then daredevil will have the edge with his actual superhuman abilities absolutely so we've spoken a lot on this man
0: we're gonna have to lay it down who is luke cage gonna fight
1: well let me say this real quick That's our thoughts on it. We think Daredevil's going to take it, but we need all of you people to get out there and vote, and you guys are the one that's going to be making the decision. So oh, don't yeah. forget to get over there and vote. But yeah, we have an interesting scenario here because we got a tie between the two girls and now we got Luke Cage hanging out there in limbo. So we thought long and hard about it. And we thought, what would we do if we were in that scenario? And we realized we would definitely want to take on two chicks. Oh yeah, <laughs> man.
0: He's going to really have to find out if he's the power man <laughs> when he battles these uh,
1: two lovely ladies. No here, doubt, yeah. dude. We got the best three way of all time. I my I'm, But uh, I have a total envy for Luke Cage at this point right here. (laughs) But, yeah, we're going to do a special edition here. Normally in March Madness, there's lots of points and brackets and stuff that goes into it. But we thought, hey, we'd give you guys the opportunity, since you couldn't see the results of the poll. You guys obviously didn't realize it was a tie or even close. But now that you guys know how close it is out there, we're going to give you guys the opportunity to vote for any one of these three in their bracket. So you can pick Luke Cage, Supergirl, or Jessica Jones, but you can only pick one of the three. So I'm anxious to see who's going to win out of this one. I have a feeling Luke Cage may take it just on his popularity in the previous week's votes. You might be right there,
0: El Bandito, but i got to say, man, like you said, it was so evenly matched with Supergirl and Jessica Jones, this could really go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's... It's a wild predicament. Now, the one thing we're going to say is that Luke Cage is not allowed to invite anybody out for coffee. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched the
1: show, why don't you tell them what that's all about? Oh, man. <laughs> just, you, you know what? I know that was, that was one thing. Is I talked to a fan, and they were like, yeah, where's, where's, where's Claire at out there? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. just like, man. Claire, Claire's up there wrecking some homes. I don't know what she's doing, man. She needs to get out of Jessica's way there and let these two make their love connection. This is deserve. almost
0: like a wrestling match <laughs> that we need to add some sort of stipulation in, like it's a bedroom match now. We're on <laughs> <in> panties now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that would get Jessica to beat you down in a second. I'm sure. Man. I'm sure. Well, you know, let's just be honest. I mean, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones no. has definitely had their time together. Yes. So, you know, maybe it's time for him and Card.
1: <laughs> Dude, I would honestly say... Say like I'm pretty sure Jessica had that dude down. You oh, know? You're, t- uh, you're saying yeah? You're, yeah, you're I saying mean she dominated that evening. <laughs> yeah, no, not even then. Like remember they actually fought in the show. Yes, yes. And, and she kind of had the upper hand on him. There were some shenanigans involved, you sure. know. So we're not going to say it was a, a straight up. She totally won, but she definitely was holding her own against the man with unbreakable skin. So. It's it's pretty gnarly. But one thing you have to consider, too, is like if you get Jessica and Luke together, are they going to gang up on Supergirl first and then duke it out between themselves after? Or are the ladies going to team up and be like, let's get this dude out of here? I mean, we don't know. That's for you guys to play out in your minds and press that little vote button. <laughs>
0: well, I, I definitely got to say I'm sure uh, Kara and Jessica have you know definitely earned some respect for each other, being that they... Tied up in that last <laughs> match, uh, so no doubt. we'll have to see what they do to Luke Cage next week, man. After everybody's voted, so like Al Bandito said, man, definitely, guys, you know, you know, uh, you know, get out there and do some voting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You guys can share the page to other people's, or share the poll to other people's pages and stuff like that. Spread spread the news around on that, man, because it's a lot of fun. We love to see a lot of votes like we had out there. We know it's a little confusing. We got our uh, Avengers poll out there right now for the Infinity War countdown. They're going to be running kind of in conjunction. But do them both, man. They're super fun. The uh, Infinity War one, you vote for your favorite of the original six Avengers, and you can vote every day over and over again. So blow it up, man. Send it out everywhere, and spread the love that's what we're here at the power hour all about baby absolutely man and like we said you know
0: it's uh, this is awesome we're having a good time we hope you guys are having a good time lots of comments down in here man definitely it's gonna be rocking but hey man what do you think about do you think it's about time for us to hit up some news yeah we could probably do that man we could probably hit up some news real quick all right man we're gonna hit you guys
1: with some podunk news let's do it I guess I'm going to click it over here because that thing over here is like, nope. Blame it on Barry Allen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) O Dunk News. Oh, man. Well, now it's time to rock out some podunk news, man. This is the time where we go and we tell you guys some of the craziest stories are going on out there in the Internet today.
1: Absolutely, man. And Senor Bull always manages to find a collection of some of the weirdest crap that you (laughs) can find out there. But he does sprinkle in some very pertinent and important news as well that I'm sure you guys are really going to get a kick out of. So without any further ado, let's jump right into it, man. Let's drop the screen. Here we go. And let's see what's up. All
0: right, man, when we told you guys a little bit later, we're going to be rocking out some wrestling stuff, but man, we got some wrestling news for you right here. Well, last week, the WWE has announced that they are renaming the upcoming Women's Battle Royal that will take place at WrestleMania. The thing was, originally, it was going to be called the Fabulous Moolahs uh, Battle Royal, but a lot of... Fans and I guess, uh, you know, previous and current women wrestlers actually took a real big offense to this L Bandito. Really?
1: Okay, why is that? I'm not too familiar with the Fabulous Moolah. I think that was a little before my time.
0: Oh, it was definitely before my time, too. But <laughs> Fabulous Moolah, Mae Young, Luna Vashan a lot of these uh, older women wrestlers, unfortunately. The majority of the names I just mentioned are no longer with us. Um, You know, they wrestled. I mean, Fabulous Moolah went all the way back to like the late 50s and early 60s. Wow. Okay. I mean, she's definitely one of the first women wrestlers, Mm -hmm. which in my mind, that definitely makes her legendary. Yeah, that's a good contender to name something after. It sounds good. And she did a lot of stuff with Vince McMahon, like when he first started kicking off the WWE. You know, his father owned it. Okay. Then eventually when his father passed away, Vince that we know today sure. took over. And I guess Moolah was there to help him kind of learn some more of those ropes. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, then, you know, we went to the the point of uh, you know, later in the Attitude era, like Moolah and Mae Young used to come out and they'd have fun and do crazy mm-hmm. stunts. But yeah, man, the whole thing that kinda comes to be is like back in the sixties and I guess the seventies, like when Moolah was acting as a trainer slash promoter. Okay. Um a lot of the women said that they didn't feel like they were actually her students. That she almost acted more like a pimp, okay. like she would send them to territories, and and like I said, these are accusations. Just what you know, people say and read. Unfortunately, Mula is no longer with us to give her side of the story. Sure, but she's. They say that you know they she would send some of the girls to these territories, and not they weren't just going there to wrestle. There was other little things involved, like. Mm. So you know maybe sleeping with the promoter or something okay. along those lines. So the stark history of allegations have kind of followed Moolah throughout her career, and unfortunately these have gotten brought up with the you know WWE trying to immortalize her. Yeah, and a lot of women came out and said, "We think that's not that that's not how it should be done."
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of the whole Me Too Hollywood movement and stuff, really jumping in here so i i totally get that man i mean if there are people who feel that strongly about it and they're like no dude this is what happened i'm not gonna argue with them absolutely man i mean the thing is is
0: that like we said you know moolah is no longer with us a lot of the women who made these accusations aren't with us anymore so i think i think the wwe made the right choice they said you know what and they seem to be really good at this they like anytime something really hits the winds and like you know in a in a bad pr way They do, and they just say, hey, you know what? We're going to distance ourselves. So now it will just be the Women's Battle Royal, which I'm sure is going to be awesome.
1: Okay, yeah, I think they could have came up with a better name. But (laughs) sure, you know, if you weren't going to call it the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royale, they could have called it something kind of cool, you know, like, you know.
0: I think at that point they were just like, hey, you know what? We don't want to step on any toes. We're just going to. Take take the easy street on this one. So yeah. definitely you guys let us know what you think. And like I said, I know there's tons of stories out there. There's probably a lot of moolah supporters that are like,
1: yeah. what Hey, I hell? support the moolah. <laughs> they,
0: you know, that that's where
1: the, the story money? behind her name yeah. comes from. Like yeah. they said,
0: why do they call you? She goes, well, they said there was the thing that I was always going after was the moolah.
1: Yeah, so. and I got to say, that's not a great defense for people calling you a pimp. You know, if they're like, yeah, you acted like a pimp and you're like, well, that's because I'm all about that moolah. Oh, it's kind of. Yeah. No can defend. Well, know? I think it's like there was, you know, I'm sure if like some
0: of those old, you know, actresses and stuff would probably also have stories to tell that. Oh, yeah. You know, this isn't something new going on in Hollywood. It's just it's not not saying that it was right back then, but yeah. it's just it just always seems that that was like a a part of the industry. Uh, Terry D says here that I guess Moolah's own daughter spoke about it. So wow. Yeah. I guess the accusations about it are. You know, they're pretty on the money, pretty yeah. on the money, on the moolah. <laughs> but uh, like we said, I think the, I think ultimately WWE made the right decision. Yeah. Just to distance. And well, I know they were trying to follow with the Andre, the giant thing. Yeah, you know, his yeah. battle role. But eh, sometimes, you know, things come out and they just have to say, oh, let's slide.
1: <laughs> yeah. A- a- any way you slice it, man, like what the women are doing, the WWE right now. I mean, we're going to tell you guys here in a little bit about some women that we saw in the AWE wrestling promotion right here in Florida. And it's like the women wrestlers right now are just kicking ass, man. Their moves are fantastic. Their personalities are fantastic. You know, They're just great, man. They have stepped up the game here in the last few years as an industry and really let these ladies take the forefront that they've deserved for a number of years, and it is awesome. It is really, really awesome. Um, so I think any publicity they can get is fantastic, and I think renaming this to honor just women in general and everyone who works hard is great. Exactly, because that's what it should be focused on. We yeah. know their heart was in the right place, but yeah, yeah, someone it, need to do a little fact checking right there. Hit old <laughs> Mr. Google and find out what's up, man. I, I
0: guess they just didn't know the power
1: of the internet on yeah. that one. Yeah, I guess, man. But all right, tell us something about the power of the console coming up now, huh? How about oh, that? Oh yeah, I mean, I
0: know it's definitely one of our favorite, you yeah. know, classic systems.
1: I know a lot of our li- or a lot of our
0: fans out there love this system. We're talking about the Sega Genesis, man. Came out back in the late 80s, early 90s, man. I know we spent hours and hours playing it, but hey, guess what? You can relive those those memories again because the Sega Genesis Classic
1: Collection is coming to the uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam. Nice, dude. All right. So you get to play it all over the place. Now, what exactly is the Classic Collection? What comes with that? Well, you know, a lot of stuff has been released in, like, mini collections. You know, Mm. sometimes you get,
0: like, 15 games or something. We're talking about 50 games coming out that includes wow. the Golden Axe Trilogy, Streets of Rage Trilogy, Toe Jam and Earl, a couple of the Sonic the Hedgehogs. I think there's some okay. like music issues with like 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, but you get Part 1, Part 2, Sonic Spinball, You know, a lot of those early on okay. classics that we all played, and a bunch more. And man, this is coming out on May 29th. Oh, that's wicked, dude.
1: Oh, Comic Zone. One of our favorites. (laughs) Comic Zone. Heck yeah, man. That's a freaking great game. I have to say, they also have a Genesis style kind of retro console that they put out. I know Bishop got that. Oh, okay. For his kid, and it comes prepackaged with a bunch of games on it, too. So it's kind of like that SNES. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: the, the classic edition.
1: Yeah, yeah. It has an old genesis controller but it's great to be able to put them in your steam or xbox live or playstation 4 library and then wherever you go wherever you log in it's there man so that's pretty rocking because hey let's face it sega may have lost the console wars but their games were freaking great exactly man and you gotta
0: there, there was definitely something to be said for the sega genesis soundtracks yeah. i mean they had some of the best sounding games yeah. like ever you know, I mean, uh, oh, over here, there's definitely people throwing down uh, their favorite uh, Sega games. We yeah. got Sonic. We got Toe Jam and Earl. Game of, Yeah, great game. You know, that, <laughs> that was just it was a it was a great two player game, too. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of fun. Lot, levels were always
1: changing. It was very innovative you, for the time. You know what I had? I didn't have Toe Jam and Earl, but I had Earthworm Jim. Oh, man. I man. don't think that was a Sega exclusive by any stretch. But that game was super fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it was better on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, like I remember like some. It was practically the same game, but just the way that that controller was mapped with the three buttons and mm-hmm. stuff. I loved it, just, man. Yeah, it was, just it smooth. It was great. Yeah, it's good You do stuff, like the combo man. buttons, the A and the B. Yeah, so was- in-
1: interesting fact, right? You talk about that controller being nice. They say one of the best controllers of all time was the Sega Dreamcast controller. Okay. Yeah, you remember it had like the grip that wrapped around yes. and it had the triggers on the back. had some goofy thing to insert crap in it, but then it had the, the, the joysticks, yes. and they were offset. And when uh, Xbox was creating their first console... They actually designed their controller to be like the Dreamcast one. Oh, okay. okay. And that's why it has the offset sticks and all that sort of stuff, because when they did their tests and surveys, that was their people's favorite controller to hold.
0: That's, that's wild, man, because yeah. we know the same thing, that that system came out, I mean, after the Saturn kind of fell flat, like, unfortunately, the Dreamcast soon followed, even though it, it had many exclusive titles, including uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica.
1: Yeah, it had a lot of cool games, though, that were just neat. Like, oh, yeah. I remember I had Space Channel 5. I'm pretty sure that was only on Dreamcast, too. I think it's available on other stuff now. But it was like a uh, like a Dance Dance Revolution game. Okay. But okay. It, it was like before that, and it was kind of like in outer space, and it was like aliens that would dance to you. It was really freaking wild. They had like Crazy Taxi on there. Oh, that, yeah, that one was was, was super cl- uh, Tony Hawk. Yeah? I know that was an exclusive,
0: but also it was like... A very good one. Do you know Sega was also one of the first companies to have like a, a gaming channel? Oh. Like really? there used to be the Sega channel that you could get through like a uh through your cable provider and yeah, man, you'd be able to go on there and kind of like order up what kind of games you <laughs> wanted to get. And in a sense they would download to your profile. Yeah. And then you'd be able to play the games right on this channel. We're talking like nineteen ninety four yeah. Netflix style, you know, so that kind of yeah, yeah, not not as not as uh, uh, instantaneous, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but still innovators on its own.
1: I had a game on there. I'm not sure if it was available anywhere else, but I had Evil Dead: Hail to the King. Oh, that was Did on you the you ever Dreamcast. Play that one? Yeah, yeah, that was on yeah, the Dream. Yeah. G- not not Fistful of Boomstick. because yeah, that was yeah. on PS2. But they had Hail to the King, and I'm not sure if that was on PlayStation. Was, 1 or what. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely uh, it was like it was? a Resident Evil style. Okay. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was an awesome game, man. That was super cool. At one point, like his hand was your familiar in the game. You can oh. have it running, cracks. Good stuff. Oh, dude,
0: it, it, it was. I mean, just lots of great games. But, man, if you guys want to relive those Sega Genesis years, check out the Sega Genesis collection.
1: Absolutely, guys. All right, but we got some more cool stories coming up with here. We got one, including a 19-year-old guy who got into some trouble. Senior Bull, tell us about this lovely young gentleman. Uh, okay. This uh, 19-year-old man from Indiana decided to take a, ta- a crazy taxi yeah, ride. All right. All right,
0: but... One of his stops included uh, a bank. Okay. Where he robbed the bank. Nice. Then got back in the taxi. The taxi driver drove him to his location, and he proceeded to pay the driver with some of his stolen
1: wow. cash. Wow. Um,
0: the uh the, the criminal was arrested. I'm, I'm about... just
1: envisioning that scenario of like all the alarms are going off, and this guy's just like, "Dude, do." And the guy gets in. He's like, "Okay, where to next?" Buddy. Do you know what the guy was probably doing
0: <laughs> while the alarms were going off? Do, do, texting, do, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying to look up, his It wasn't like an Uber. I guess it was an actual yeah, like, like a real taxi, taxi cab. I got you. That's but wow, um, apparently the uh, the driver must have reported this individual because the criminal mm-hmm. was arrested less than an hour after the robbery took place. So wow, man! Maybe he was even trying to tell him, "Hey, man," or yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe he was like that guy in Deadpool. Or it was an
1: influence. No, wh- what was that movie? I think it might be called Collateral. That was with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, and Tom Cruise was like a hitman, and he had to kill like five people or something in one night, and he hired Jamie Foxx as his cab driver, Okay. and he was kind of like forcing him to be his cab driver for the rest of the night, and Jamie Foxx was like, I know this guy's killing people, I can't keep driving him to places, so he's trying to do things to sabotage the cab. And all. It was a really weird movie, but it was kind of neat.
0: Definitely, man. Well, maybe this uh, this young gentleman here, maybe it was on streaming on Netflix or something like that. And he was like, that gives me a good idea. I'm going to go rob a bank today. And it's in Indiana. So it's like, yeah, You know, I know a couple people here are a little closer, some Michiganders in there. <laughs> What's going on up there in that crazy Indiana?
1: Yeah, man, I, I guess there's not a lot to do. Corn and stuff. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. You trying know, to have man. some fun, man. But you guys know where there is some cool stuff to do? What Down in Lake Freaking worth, man, because they have got morbid movies pumping out the grindhouse freaking series, man. And they're going movie to movie to movie here. They just had on March 16th, The Leprechaun. Oh, you know it, man. Can you believe it, the that? The leprechaun. <laughs> leprechaun. Can you believe that movie's twenty five years old? I cannot. That is crazy. That that makes me think Jennifer Aniston's forty and that breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well definitely, yeah.
0: One of her first uh, starring roles. Mm-hmm. You know, also Warwick Davis, you know, he was Willow. Yeah. Uh, also the little guy in um, uh, Wicket, he was one of the Ewoks in, in, in uh, uh, episode uh, six. So, nice, you know, okay. So definitely you know, Warwick Davis has quite a few things. Of course, he was the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you said, that's just just passed. And he had his awesome uh, time down there celebrating
1: the anniversary
0: and a day right before St. Patrick's Day, so yeah. perfectly timed.
1: Absolutely, man. And they've got another perfectly timed movie <laughs> coming out next month. April has a Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. And what do you guys think they decided to show? Tell them about it, Bandito. Friday the 13th, man. Part 3, and they're doing it in traditional blue and red 3D, guys. That's right. You can see blue and red 3D for yourself in this iconic movie at an actual movie theater in a large screen, man. This is so dope. I have got to get down there and check this one out. I actually have a custom pair of glasses that are for blue and, and red 3D that I got doing some projects and stuff. I won't get into it, but I'm so stoked because they have like peripheral vision on it. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, dude, I
0: know like a few months back, you know, we were watching the first couple in this series. And yes. We went through three, and I know I told you it was like one of my favorites, mm-hmm. you know, and it still is. I, you know, not to you know, spoiler alert, the movie came out 30 years <laughs> ago or something, but you know, it's the movie where Jason gets his iconic mask. Yeah. And, The kills are great, and I mean, there's a couple scenes, and even when you watch it on DVD, that you're like, "Yep, there's that 3D part," you know, the yo-yo gets close to the screen and stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, he's he's (laughs) 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 he's coming at you with the pitchfork, and it's like, so yeah, like you said, I think it's gonna be an awesome experience. Morbid movies always pulling in some of the coolest stuff. Back in October, it was a Friday the 13th, and man, they did part one and part two back to back. So it's great that they're continuing it with part three.
1: Heck yeah, man. Super cool, guys. we I, I know I'm definitely going to be there. I think, Senior Bull, you said you might have some scheduling conflicts. Oh, we'll see but, what's happening. I might yeah, be able to clear <laughs> it because you know,
0: this is going to be like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. we
1: got to go down there and see Shelly, right? Is that the that yes. Shelly's in? Yes, yeah, <laughs> Shelly's in that one. <laughs> he just got put into the game, too, like uh, last year the, and last Halloween. So. Oh, you know it, man. Well,
0: Shelly, man, he had all those costumes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I know uh, uh, Mr. Fusion and I, we watch this one a lot, and he's like, man, Shelly must have been rich. Like, <laughs> in one part, he's, like, walking around with, like, a wetsuit on, and he has a spear gun. Yeah, like, he like... has all
1: these props that you're like, "Where did he bring any clothes on this trip? <laughs> he just had eight bags, man. But, uh, I mean, I give him props for having all these elaborately set up, like, yes. pranks. You know? Oh, like, absolutely. Like, I would man. never go through that. I would put a cup of water on a
0: door. Yeah, you
1: know?
0: <laughs> well, hey, man, if that's not enough for you guys, man, Morbid Movies is continuing the awesomeness into summer because on May 18th, they're gonna be showing the classic The Crazies. Hey. And this isn't the one, the remake from a few years ago. We're talking about the 1973 classic, hey. man, 45 years ago. So wow. definitely, yeah, definitely go out there and watch the crazies. Heck yeah, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so just in case you guys are interested, Morbid Movies takes place down there at the Movies of Lake Worth. It's ten dollars to get in. The movies kick off at 9.30, and with your admission, you get a button and a raffle
1: ticket. Absolutely. They got great concession down there, too. I have to say it's second to none, dude, because they got your hot dogs, your popcorn, and all this stuff. Dude, they got like 40 types of candy. Like I, The first time I went there, I was like, dude, I can get a Charleston Chew here? That's like the jam. Where do you ever find those in a theater, man? <laughs> so really cool kind of classic theater. It is an old school. It's not a stadium seating theater, and it's a classic theater. So you really get kind of this historic like, feel when you're in there. It's really nice. But even though it's not uh, a stadium seating, it's the old-school style where it's, like, it kind of dips in the middle. So everyone kind of gets this cool view. It's really neat, guys.
0: Yeah, you're not going to have to worry about a guy like me sitting in front of you and blocking your view. Uh, It's
1: great seating. I sit on three phone books. You guys don't know (laughs) that. (laughs) But
0: definitely, go show some love for Morbid Movies. They're here on uh, Facebook and morbidmovies.com. They're always putting out really cool stuff, so... Much love to them.
1: Absolutely, guys. But all right, it's getting a little late, so let's jump right back into the studio back there, and let's talk about some wrestling. What do you guys think? Let's do it. All right. Nice. Oh,
0: man. You know, like you said, we got into a little bit of wrestling stuff there in the uh, in
1: the Podunk News
0: segment, but, man. Tell them about what we went and checked out last Man. Friday night, El Bandito.
1: I have to say, I was like, hey, cool, a local wrestling thing. I love it. We went to the one last month. It was super fun. We got to see Tommy Dreamer himself down there oh, in person. Yeah. He walked right by me while I was buying some chicken. The he innovator of that. violence. <laughs> <laughs> so getting to see an ECW legend like that, you know, just amazing, super cool. Uh, Senior Bowl told me, hey, another event coming up. I was like, that's great. It's all the way up in Coco. costs $20. bucks. <laughs> i am like, oh, I don't know. Uh... And he's like, hey, man, it's your birthday. I'm going to pay for everything. Let's go down there and throw it up. So I'm like, what? All right, let's do it. And he tells me there's some special guests showing up. Oh, yeah. So we get out there. We check out this event. And I am like mind blown. I am a fan. A.W.E., you guys have got me. Hook, line, and sinker. I'm oh, in love yeah. with it. Your guys' stuff is legit. The first time we went out there, everything was really nice. Everything was really good. But you guys had a packed house in there. Oh, yeah. And we we could barely breathe in there, man. (laughs) But this time we went, there was a a few less of the crazies there. And (laughs) the room was just set up a little bit nicer. You guys put the chairs out a little bit of a different style, man. And it was so freaking nice and comfortable. The food service was fantastic and just flew out of there. It was just wonderfully run, guys. So super good job on that. We're talking A-W-E. This is the Atomic Wrestling Entertainment. that right here in Florida. And what, what is the name of that? It's like the Space something or the uh, other Yeah, building. the Space Coast Convention Center.
0: That's what it's it is. It's great. It's located right off of I-95 and right next to a Holiday Inn. So even if you guys want to take the trek but don't want to drive back after an awesome night of wrestling, there's a hotel right there where you guys can go and pop in absolutely man because they
1: packed it in there i mean we got there at like seven you know yeah. i think the show starts like well we got there at 6 30 the show starts at like seven i mean we get out of there it's like 10 30. oh yeah <laughs> like these guys are not afraid to put on a show man you're definitely getting your money's worth and we know like hey there's this big pg
0: you know era thing going on with wwe yes. well AWE <laughs> prides themselves as being the new face of extreme so you know you're gonna go you're gonna have a good time might be some foul language. There might be some blood. Yes, but you know what? It's all good entertainment. So <laughs> definitely go on out and
1: check them out. Absolutely, guys. It's really cool. It's not like no Bobo backyard wrestling stuff. <laughs> this is legit, super good stuff. And it's that super good extreme stuff. Oh, you yeah. know. So they do have hardcore matches where a guy comes out with barbed wire and trash cans. And we <laughs> saw the most amazing thing. One of our fan favorites from here in Florida, Chico Adams, was Ch- out there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> He was out there in a hardcore match with J.D., and man, J.D. puts a freaking garbage can over his head, dunks him on top of a table, does a beautiful frog splash off the top rope right through the garbage can, right through Chico Adams, (laughs) right through this table, and man, it was amazing. I mean, really... It's cool and fun to see that stuff on TV, but it is exhilarating to see it in person, guys. So these guys are not messing around. They're extreme. They're a lot of fun, and I would definitely recommend going. We're going to tell you a little bit about the match that we saw last week because, as you could tell, I am excited, man. It was super fun. So jumping right off, man, they called this, what what was it, the Shamrock Showdown or something? Uh, Yeah, uh, Shamrock and Roll or Shamrock (laughs) and Brawl. Yeah, there you go. There you go, yeah. super cool man had a lot of great matches and all and i have to say one that i was really looking forward to is when we went last month uh this girl here amber nova Mm -hmm. she came out and cut a promo and was one of the only people that 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 really did that you know she came out and cut a promo saying hey you know next event i'm gonna kick so-and-so's ass and i'm gonna be the champ everything's great blah blah and You got to see it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to steal her bit, you know? You know it. But it was really well done. I mean, this was like television style promoing. It wasn't a lot of wasted time or bantering or anything. It was just tight, a solid promo. And I was like, dude, I'm psyched to see this chick wrestle tonight and then see her next month, you know? And they did the really smart decision. She didn't even fight that night. Exactly. So like Building it up. Yeah, we had to come back just to see her fight after that killer promo. So we came back, and she ends up in a match with uh, this young lady here whose name I'm going to mess up. She used to be Emma. From WWE. From from the WWE, which is pretty outstanding. But it's Tenille Dashwood. You got it. Right? And I had to look at my notes. That's why I was pulling (laughs) up my notes. But, yes, Tenille Dashwood, uh, who, man, she has got a physique on her. Man. I mean, that, that girl lifts. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. You know, nothing
0: against uh, uh, Amber. Yeah, Amber, yeah. You know, she's got a fantastic yeah. body as
1: well. But, I mean, like you said, to man, she's got those guns, yeah, man, and you're just like. She looks like she could outbench me. And, I mean, I know I don't bench a lot, but still. That's saying something because she's like a foot shorter than me. <laughs>
0: absolutely, man. But, like you
1: said, besides just these two ladies going at
0: it, what else was added to this?
1: Yeah, man? so at the last minute, they're like, hey, blah, 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 stuff happens. We're throwing it in a triple threat match, and oh, they yeah. bring out Leva
0: Bates, man. Absolutely. You know, definitely known all around Florida for her great spots and her sometime in the in the NXT mm-hmm. there in Orlando. Yeah, Leva Bates. Uh, I know she also goes by Blue Pants and a bunch of uh, <laughs> other cool monikers. But,
1: man, tell her how she came out. I thought it was really, really cool. So she comes out dressed with a giant leprechaun hat <laughs> and all you know, uh, St. Patrick's date up with a little kilt skirt-looking thing. And she's chucking out little bags of Lucky Charms to everybody, and she's got a big Lucky Charms box. And I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. That's really fun, man. i, I House of it. Pain was yeah. playing. You know,
0: jump around.
1: Yeah, the dude. The around. crowd was going nuts, and you're like, okay, this is the fan favorite. And I have to say, my very first thought was like, I hope one of those other two girls just takes a handful of those Lucky Charms and stuffs them down that girl's throat. You oh, know? man. I'm a fan of the heel. I, I can't yeah. help it and Amber Nova, my heart goes out, girl, you did not <laughs> let me down. <laughs> she absolutely did. And it was so on the sly, you know, uh, Tanil and Leva are fighting off in the corner, and Amber gets down, and, and it's, oh, you know, she's selling, she's hurt, yeah. and yeah. she gets the the lucky charms, and you know Leva comes over to get her and bam it's a face full of it it goes all over the ring man it was really really freaking cool these girls had an outs these ladies I'm sorry they had an outstanding match man it was super good some of the athleticism that they have is oh. top notch like we yeah. said you know Tanil has got some some weight some size you know on the other two girls there But Amber Nova looks like there's not an ounce of fat on that girl's body anywhere. Like, she is the peak athlete, you know? You know
0: she's not eating Lucky Charms (laughs) in the morning.
1: (laughs) No doubt, man. And... But they're, all three of them are going around doing these crazy moves that are like stuff you've never seen. They're doing some hurricane ranas and some oh, like yeah. modified trees of woes that are just on the ring ropes. Yes. I think Tanil yes. did that to both Leva and Amber like back-to-back yeah. so fast that by the time I was like, man, how'd she do that? I look and she's got the other one balled up that same <laughs> way. And I'm like, bro, that's crazy. So just great, great, great stuff. And then beautiful finish to the match. You know, Amber totally, you know... The ref gets knocked out. Amber starts wrenching people with this giant industrial wrench. Yes, uh, manages to knock Tenille out and get the pin. Um,
0: or no, I think Leva ended up. Yeah, winning. Leva Man- ended yeah. up winning, but she could have gotten the pin if the ref hadn't, you know, been been knocked out. But like you said, she definitely dealt that damage to Tenille to kind of take her out of the match. Yes, but then yes, uh, um, uh, Leva was able to come out on top.
1: Just all the way around, great match, great finish, well thought out. And, you know, I know in a lot of those indie scenes, it's really up to the stars in the ring to kind of play out their match, you know, to, oh, to yeah. let it all kind of happen. And it was just beautiful, man. It was really great. And we were so psyched about it. I was <laughs> like, I was like, this, that was a killer match. I loved Amber's promo before. Um, and all I could think was like, you know, they first announced her for the promo last time, and they're like, you know, it's Amber Nova. And I was like, oh, that's a great name. Amber Nova, yes. like a superstar that's about to explode. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I've never seen a supernova in my life. But if it explodes anything like a Chevy Nova, it's going to light up the night sky. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> and I have to say uh, the intermission goes on and a lot of the wrestlers come out to kind of meet and greet. <laughs> and we end up just a few seats away from where Amber is signing autographs and stuff like that. And I'm terribly shy (laughs) Senior Bowl's like oh dude if you want to get a picture with her come on man it's your birthday go get a picture with her and I'm like no no I don't want to be that guy you know (laughs) and he's like okay that's cool man if you don't want to do it I'm going to go get a picture with her (laughs) and he starts to walk (laughs) off and I'm like oh man all right I'm coming I'm coming I got to hit that jealous nerve with this guy so Senior Bowl went out there and got a photo with this amazing athlete this really like top notch wrestler man oh she's a real sweetheart too you know I mean hey she plays a great heel but
0: yes. when it comes to her fans, she's definitely more than happy to take a picture or sign an autograph.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she was too happy with me. But <laughs> uh. <laughs> again, I might have been getting a little fresh. No, oh, no, no. Man. I always respect the wrestlers out there. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, fantastic heel because she's one of the few people that when they came out as a heel, the freaking place booed the shit out of her. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, they hated this girl. And as a heel. That's like you're doing everything, you're doing right. it all, you're you know, all the right spots. So super cool, and she was even nice enough to be like, get one with both of you guys. So oh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was really cool, and uh, you yeah, know, she was signing autographs and stuff there. I said, hey, I'd like to get one of those two, and uh, and she's got all these different ring attires that she has, all these beautiful outfits, you know, really well tailored stuff and um and i told her i said i'm gonna be that guy I'm, I'm, I'm just i'm gonna get the sexy sexy photo you know and she said hey man that's what it's there for don't worry about it so you know thank you for the amazing show everyone out there but amber especially thank you so much for being such a good sport for being such a professional in the ring for just doing such a great job i mean you really kind of won me over you know absolutely man well it looks like she's gonna be at the next event so yeah. we're definitely gonna have to go out and check it out but man we got a few more matches to tell you guys about. Yeah, you know it, man. There is just this is chock full of great stuff. This is just scratching the surface because guess what comes up next, man? We've got Gangrel, the freaking WWE legend, man, oh, yeah. the vampire himself. You
0: know <laughs> it, man. You know, I, you know, going back as far as like to the times in Japan and some ECW as the vampire warrior. Like you said, Grant Gangrel has been around for many
1: years now. Yeah. And, man, he's still kicking it, fanging and banging. <laughs> no doubt, man. And he's partnered up with West Briscoe here. Oh, yeah. And they're fighting the Metro Brothers, who are the kind of greaser-looking guys over there on the side. So I'm thinking, hey, you know, we used to watch Gangrel when I when we were in high school. Oh yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Like, it's great to see a legend. We understand. This guy is like 150%... In the ring. He's in phenomenal shape. Oh, yeah. Towering over most of the other people that are there. (laughs) Just a huge guy in phenomenal shape. And he put on one of the best live shows I think I've ever seen.
0: Oh, man. Like, you even said it as you were watching. You kind of just tapped me on the shoulder. And you were like, man, look at the way he moves around the ring and stuff. He's like, that is like... That, that's the old-school style right yeah. there, man. He's like, you know, it's just so cool. I mean, even when he just did, like, what it was an arm bar,
1: you yeah. know, it was just... Oh, yeah, he would do an arm drag, and yeah. he'd whip the opponent so fast, you yeah. know, that it really it just sold the the strength and power. Um, you know, oftentimes, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about anybody at the event, but a lot of times when you see live shows, uh, especially with indie guys that are kind of just coming up, it's I refer to it as kind of a lazy move you know where they'll do a move and it's kind of just like a slow motion move you know and the the thing i thought about gangrel watching him was that it's old school professional wrestling oh you know like everything he does looks like it hurts man you know and it's 110 percent the fastest he could do it and well uh, my favorite thing that he did was when they first got in the ring he did the walk around where they circle each other and he did a spin in place as he was walking where he kinda of looked out to the crowd for a minute and I was like, Man, that takes me back to, you know, nineteen eighty nine, being oh, a kid yeah. watching yeah. watching the guys on T V. It's just so cool to see that classic technique. But again, as as the the absolute pro that he is, that hundred mile an hour speed that he does is so cool to freaking see in person. Oh you know? yeah. I mean like you said, it
0: just his size too. Yeah. It's just like maybe he was towering. I mean, you know, Wes Briscoe, his tag team partner's no slouch, you no. know uh, I can't remember if he's the son of Jack or Jerry Briscoe, but he comes from a very yeah. uh, long line of uh, wrestling classics as well. I and mean, he was
1: in there, but what an awesome pair up that these guys it, were. It, it, yeah, absolutely. And and I feel bad because I probably wasn't watching Briscoe as much as I should have <laughs> because I'm like, dude, it's Gangrel. But we saw Brisco fight in the last match, yes. too, yes. last month. And yeah, absolutely. This guy is just right up there with everybody. Top notch, man. And he's he's just microseconds away from hitting the stratosphere. You know? You know it.
0: But I mean, hey, man, you know, we've got a lot of love for Gangrel, a lot of love for West Briscoe. But man, we gotta give the Metro Brothers their props too, yes. man. Because you know, we all know it's in there. They're having you know, they're being professionals, they're doing their thing, man.
1: These guys were definitely taking their bumps well. Absolutely. You know, and again, in that kind of uh sometimes it gets a little lazy in indie circuits. Out of everyone we saw, these two were by far the best sellers. Yes. Like, they were so good at timing their moves out, you know. And I don't know if they're brothers in real life, but they, <laughs> they moved in the ring like they were brothers. Like, every time there was kind of the setup where you knew there was going to be kind of a big move and, and the two brothers had to be together, it never looked like they were waiting for someone to come and hit them. Oh, They, yeah. they were always doing something with each other or with the ring rope or something. So it looked like... They really didn't see it coming. Oh, yeah. And that really helped sell every move that was out there. And again, as heels, uh, these two guys came out and just started tearing people's posters yes, up. They yes. They threw some guy's hat. And did you see the security yes. was like trying to take that guy away? As the guy with the hat was like really going to throw punches oh, or something, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: there was a guy with a, a cup of ice, you know, <laughs> and they knocked it out of the guy's <laughs>
1: hand. and stuff. I mean, these guys were. Yeah definitely healing it up yeah there. yeah and it was like it was almost like no one kind of felt them as a heel and then they walked out of within seconds everybody hated them, you oh
0: perfectly like, said, so doing their job man. yeah
1: and and again their their in-ring technique was just really great you know and considering they're wearing kind of like um what do they call those skinny jeans yeah and like a yeah, yeah. white t-shirts man so i'm like i don't know how they're pulling off what they're pulling off in that But they looked fantastic, man. They were really good. And uh, I think they really helped uh, make the other two look really good, too. Oh, absolutely. So why don't we show them who uh, came out on top in this one? (laughs) All right. Well, we actually got some photos of our own. You know, Senior Bull managed to snap a couple of pictures here. So here's Gangrel trying to get the tag from Briscoe, man, in a really heated, awesome moment. Oh, yeah. And as you may have guessed, bro, gangrel and briscoe totally for the win at the end oh, of the match yeah. um got to see gangrel not only do uh, the impaler ddt but to the classic kind of spit blood in someone's face which yes. was so cool
0: you know? you know it man yeah the bloodbath i think was like one of those moments when you were watching it as a kid you knew it was coming yeah you were just it was always that thing when the lights went out and then they come back on and somebody was covered in blood you know mm-hmm. i'm sure nowadays they'd be like that's not pg well guess what <laughs> it's the attitude
1: error, man and Gangrel is definitely a legend from that time oh absolutely and it was again great that the metro <laughs> brothers were fighting briscoe and things were going down and they kind of had the advantage and you were you were paying attention to what was in the ring just beautifully set up oh, and yeah. Gangrel came in you never saw him take a drink or anything yeah and then bam he had the spit and it was like out of nowhere it was super good man definitely so, Great freaking match. You know, hats off to AWE for getting a WWE legend to come in and put on such an amazing show. Just such a professional and just really, really, really awesome, man. And I was blown away by this. I was like, this is fantastic.
0: It was very cool, man. And, you know, but like we said, while this was the second to last match, AWE
1: wasn't done with their surprises yet. You know it, dude, because I know we were sitting there and this match ended and you looked at me and you were like, man. And I was like, dude, that, that's the main event. Like, yeah, w- yeah. W- what could they do to top that? And, man, AWE, you guys, <laughs> you're good, you. <laughs> you're good because they show up with Jesse Neal, yes. who is their champion. We saw him wrestle last time. That's great. And, man, James Storm Absolutely. from TNA shows up.
0: Absolutely, man. The cowboy, you know. Yeah, you the BDSM
1: cowboy out there, man. I love that <laughs> outfit he had. I'm gonna get that from a dungeon, bro. You know,
0: he came out, man, he had his beer with him. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it was it was three sixteen. Yes. So, you know, he was definitely knocking back a few. And man, the crowd's having fun, man, they're yelling stuff. He's talking back with the crowd. It, it, it was just great, man, to see him there. You know, I mean, he's uh a, a, a TNA wrestling like yeah. namesake. I mean, he was he was there when the company started. And really just left TNA just like maybe two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. But now he's taking it here to AWE where him and Jesse Neal, man, they put it on a great match.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's great. And what was really cool about it was that throughout the whole night, like, it's kind of almost a joke, it seems like, in this, uh, uh, you know, corporation in the AWE kind of house here. Everyone bags on the referees. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes. like, we're just merciless bagging on these referees. And, and like we said, it's an extreme wrestling place. So everyone's cursing at these referees <laughs> like crazy. We are laughing. It's hysterical. But I got to feel bad for them to some extent. It comes up to this main event, and they're like, hey, everybody, we have a special guest referee oh, for the man. evening. Since you all been hating these referees so much.
0: <laughs> Who was it, El Bandito?
1: They show up with none other. Than bad ass Billy Gunn, man.
0: That is so cool, man. You know, uh, you know, me and Al Bandito had no idea. Yeah, we said we were like, we went out to check it out because we loved the show the last time. We heard, you know, Gangrel and some of these other cats Mm -hmm. were going to be there. But man, we had no idea that Billy Gunn was coming to town.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like when I was a younger man and I wore younger man's clothes, I thought maybe someday I could be a fancy wrestler. I didn't realize that I'm soft and weak and pudgy. (laughs) Not cut out for it at all. Not like these amazing athletes and all. But I did go to a wrestling school for a little while. Uh, Doc Rivers was at the school I was at. Some of you guys may know him from local circuits and stuff like that. Cliff Sheets was the owner of it. And apparently they all knew Billy Gunn and would would tell me all the time, like, yeah, you know, he comes by here every once in a while. Maybe you'll get to meet him sometime. And I'm like, that would blow my freaking mind. I never got the opportunity to. So for him to just walk out, for them to... uh, I don't want to call them out for playing the WWE music, but they did. <laughs> when they when they played that ass man, dude, I was like, I was floored. This was so cool. Such a surprise. I mean, I, I guess they had advertised a little bit on Facebook kind of right before the event. But, man, this was a
0: treat among treats. Absolutely, man. It was just so cool. He came out. He did some mic
1: work. He yes. did the, you know, if you're not down with that, you can <laughs> suck it. Absolutely, oh, man. man. And, dude. He says, he's like, I've only ever done this twice in my professional career. And he's like, but you guys hate these refs so much. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and ref this match tonight. So it, it was really great. And so much personality, so much fun, you know. Um, but then these three guys get into the ring, and there you very much have three guys who have, who have been there and who have done that. And, you know, they've been around the block a little bit. And these three guys are just kind of having fun. Yes. Like, you know. Billy Gunn's patting him down for the pat down, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. James Storm is kind of kicking at him, tries to give him a nut shot, and all. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. And they get the match started, and they're kind of dancing around out there and joking and slapping each other and stuff. And it's like it really felt like really getting a behind-the-scenes look. It felt like this is this is what I remember how we would all wrestle in the school I went to when you're just practicing, when you're just kind of warming up and having fun. And it was so cool to see these guys just relaxed and having fun. And I even turned and said to you, like, this is so cool. It's just, it's so chill. And, like, we're kind of getting a real insider look. And, bam, like, they flipped a switch. All of a sudden, it gets nuts, man.
0: Definitely. You know, either someone, you know, was a little too stiff or a hit. Or they just played it so good, man, where it's like. The tide turned, man. In this, yeah, yeah. Stuff I th- I think real. they were
1: just ready to start the match. Yeah, you know, like they were they were having fun, and then it was like, all right, guys, time to put on the show. Exactly. You know, and they and then it was all of a sudden, boom, hard moves, great high flying stuff. You know, intense impact all over the place, flying out of the ring, flying into the ring. Man, at one point, Jesse Neal's out on the ground. James Storm comes out there, grabs a woman's foot in the front row. Holds it up and smashes Jesse's face Hell into yeah, it. Hell yeah. Dude, the crowd pops so hard of this front row of all, like, super hot women that were there. I don't know what they <laughs> were doing. I don't know if it's some college party or something. I don't they were all, like, 22-year-old girls. super great. <laughs> but they pop so hard at that that he walks down two or three girls, picks up another girl's foot, and smashes his face in it again. Jesse Neal returns the favor by clearing the first two rows and chucking James Storm right into it, knocking over a couple of chairs. And these aren't even like steel folding chairs. These are like nice hotel chairs with cushions and stuff. So he's just eating them right through there. And they proceed to carve a path right through us, right down the middle of the arena. Um, And fight right past me and uh, Senor Bull, man. Like, this is him taking a photo with Billy Gunn right there doing the count out, trying to tell him to get back in the ring. ring. (laughs) And the two of them are just going at it. At one point, James Neal calls to one of the vendors nearby because they're in the vendor area to chuck him a soda, which he proceeds to take a big gulp of and then smash over James Storm's head, spraying soda all over everywhere. And I'm like,
0: this is pretty extreme, bro. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. But, man. That wasn't the top of it. Do we got something to share with these guys we here? Got,
1: we got just that little extra, guys. We've got a cool little video here that Senior Boyle managed to take on his phone at just the right two seconds of time. Oh, yeah. Let's right here. Here he goes boom Ooh, right, right through, through the table, table in the back back there man <laughs> and you
0: see billy Gunn's doing his thing he's like all right come on guys get back in the ring up oh, ain't done Bam. yet billy <laughs> and they yeah totally man you, like you said man put him right through that table there man what, what what an awesome move like i said being so close you see all the cameras going off man everybody was digging it and like you said it was just that in, in the moment, being right
1: there, mm-hmm. you know, like it
0: was just the energy. Yeah. You know, I know we were both looking at each other like,
1: oh my gosh, this is freaking wild. And they have this table there that they're literally like serving food on like 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> and they're, so it's, it, you know. It's not some setup. It's not some gimmick. It was just what they decided to do in the moment. And it just really, I mean, there were people standing on chairs all around us. They had security guys holding people back because people wanted to get up close. I mean, when do you ever get to get that close oh, at yeah. an event? Um, but, you know, every, every everything was under control. Everything was really cool. And they managed to get them kind of back towards the ring. And then, bam, you know, a couple of guys fly out of the back yes. room. Another... Tag team heels come out, start whooping up on both Jesse Neal and James Storm. Oh, yeah. yeah. To which Pilly Gunn has no part of. Starts just tossing dudes by the neck left and right. Ends up calling the match a no contest, at which point James Storm is like, me and Jesse Neal, we need to get together and take on those guys for a tag team match because they were the tag team champions, and they're going to be fighting them next month up there in Cocoa. (sighs) And they're like, Billy Gunn, you got to come back and help us out, man, and and ref for us and make sure it's fair. And he's like, no, they had some other little buster with them. I think we're going to have to make it a three-on-three match. Oh, (laughs) man, I'm telling you, they just keep making
0: it better and better. And that's where, like you said, man, that hook was in, man. They did that just great pro wrestling thing where it was like, you got your money's worth, Yeah, you saw some great
1: matches. But, man, they totally set that deal up for next month absolutely i mean just well orchestrated well done i mean hey cards are always subject to change but they do have it on their website that billy gun is going to fight in a match so we'll see how that ends up i'd love to see the three on three that that they talked about you know i understand if that can't always work out again there was some other matches that night that you know were on the card and couldn't make it someone got hurt whatever you know and that happens especially in live circuits like this but to surprise kind of the audience members there with a second WWE legend as a uh, just a guest referee was fantastic. Oh yeah! But yeah, to was... be like he's gonna come back and wrestle next month, I'm like floored. I'm like that is fantastic, man. Like way to go, guys. You know it, man. And say you know like
0: we said like a lot of these guys, man. You know they're they're coming in, they're coming out. I'm sure when they're in town, they're like yeah, we want to go back to that AWE place, man. They're building a name for themselves. So who knows who they're gonna get yeah. next month? As you yeah. said. Literally, like, within days of this event happening, they made this big announcement. So, yeah, man, they have, they have some wild – I mean, we saw Shannon Moore mm-hmm. there last month. I think he's coming back next month as well, man. It, it's, it is awesome. Yes. They do a great job. And like you said, even the, their up-and-comer guys are really awesome and ladies, yeah. you know, are, are a lot of fun. So definitely go and check them out,
1: man. 20 bucks
0: up there in Cocoa at the Space Coast Convention Center. And,
1: again, we, we only have so much time on the show. We had to focus on the people and, and matches that, that, you know, we had time to talk about. But everyone there did a spectacular job, guys. I mean, we loved every match that we saw. So credit to all the wrestlers who came out and, and laid it out on the line out there, man, because oh, it yeah. ain't easy. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm someone who's, who's, been, who's been through a little bit of training, only a few months, about six months for me and i was like i'm too cream puff to do this <laughs> i got mad respect for people who go out there and really have this athleticism and this drive and i mean every bump they take hurts oh yeah you know and i mean yes they're careful to not completely cripple themselves but every bump they take hurts you know and they're doing that for the entertainment and excitement for all the fans out there man so if you got the time, if you got the money, if you wanna see something live that you don't get to see on a day-to-day basis, man, you gotta go out there and check these guys out because this is a hell of a show that these guys are doing. You know it,
0: man. So yeah, if you guys are interested, that's April 20th. V is for victory is the name <laughs> of the event. And definitely we know advanced tickets are available now. Uh they you know, their uh their front row usually always sells out. Yeah. So if if that's something you're interested in tickets are a little more expensive but hey man it'll be worth it when you have this kind of action coming at you you know
1: i didn't catch it so you just said it it's on april 20th yeah so it's on 420 <laughs> yeah maybe rob, maybe rob van dam will show up <laughs> that's not official
0: or anything you know we we're, we're just making some speculations
1: no <laughs> doubt well we're going to try to share this with as many members of the AWE as we can uh amber nova thank you so much again for just taking some cool photos with us and, and being a good sport putting up with our silly asses for a little bit um but yeah uh if you guys know any of these cats or you're friends with them on facebook or anything feel free to share the video with them let them know that we gave them a glowing endorsement we thought they were freaking kick-ass we can't wait to see you guys soon otherwise thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight guys it's always a pleasure spending time with all you beautiful people out there and that's gonna about wrap it up for us tonight you got any final words in your bull?
0: Definitely, man. Like you said, just thank you, like you said, to the AWE and all the, and all of their awesome talent. And uh, definitely, the fans are cool too. You know, so they get <laughs> they get into it and they're all yelling and stuff. But yeah, man. Like you we were saying earlier, definitely get out there and vote for our March Madness DC versus Marvel, man. You know, we want to get you guys in on it. If you didn't, if you didn't catch the earlier part of the show, go back and you can check it back out on YouTube and all that good stuff,
1: man. But yeah, it's going to be a blast. So tune in with us next week. You got it. All right, we'll see you guys next week, Monday night, 9 p.m. with an all-new show. We're going to wrap up the March Madness, talk about some fun stuff, and we're going to have a surprise second-half segment, so make sure to check us right here, 9 p.m., Monday nights, every Monday night on Facebook Live. We love you. Have a great night. Yeah.